seated. Please be seated. This is the second of our series on the Impossible Miracle Christmas series. With God, for with God nothing is impossible. Are you ready uh, to let the Spirit of God speak to you this morning? Yes. Amen? Let's let the Spirit of the Lord have His way. Come on. Amen. Amen. <clears throat> so last week I gave a um, spiritual assignment to all of you to look around the nature and enjoy the rain look in the sky and see the wonderful things i know how many of you did that yeah okay i met somebody this morning right when i walk in and said pastor i was taking a picture for somebody because they want to take picture before the rain but i remembered when you talk about the sun shower because we did have quite a bit of sun shower yesterday and today right you can enjoy it so for me, uh, my wife and I had planted uh, seeds, and the, the, the seeds have come out. These are beans, uh, flower beans, right? It's, it's just coming out here, beautiful. And uh, this is the green onion. It's coming out. We love green onions. Um, and this is the red mustard leaf. It's coming out there. And, of course, the green mustards. Well, I can go on and on of my garden, but and these are the four pictures that I want to share with you. But this gives me joy because uh, what I want to share with you is uh, a seed. A seed has life. See? A seed has life. Now, this seed, or seeds, this seed is covered by the shroud-like shell. A shroud-like shell. And uh, it the life, the miracle of life in the seed lies or lays dormant if it's just, if you leave it out there. So when my wife and we go during every season, uh, winter, summer season seed, we look at it and there's an old seed just lying around there. See? What happens is, the miracle in the life of the seed, when you surrender that seed to the cold ground, Then the cold ground nurtures, nourishes, and it gives life to this seed. It's very unusual, right? And it shoots, and new plant and new life comes out. The miracle of life in the, in the seed happens only when it's surrendered to the cold soil, right? So we're talking about more surrendering this morning. We are talking about more surrendering this morning. The Word of God says, uh, For with God nothing will be impossible. Uh, then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord, let it be according to your word. And the angel departed from her. See, this is a surrendered life. What is surrendering? Because what was done to Jesus? Because of what was done to Jesus, it, it has eternal implication on all of us. Right? Jesus did, did great and mighty things. He did miracles. He did signs and wonders. But we have eternal life because He was crucified on the cross. But we have eternal life because He died for our sins. Okay. Right? So, 
A surrendered life is not about what you can do for God. A surrendered life is not about, I'm going to do this for the Lord this week. I'm going to do this on Monday. I'm going to do this on Tuesday. This is what I'll do for God on Wednesday. On Thursday, this is what I will do, right? You plan it out for Friday, Saturday, and Sunday and say, I can do all these things for God from Monday to Sunday. A surrendered life is not about what you can do for God. A surrendered life is about what God does with your life. So, most assuredly I say to you, unless a grain of wheat falls into the ground and dies, it remains alone. But if it dies, it produces much grain. You have to surrender your whole being. You have to surrender your ambition to the cold ground so that it will nourish and nurture and you will shoot and have new plants. You have to surrender your ambition, your life, your whole being to the Holy Spirit to nurture, to help, to teach, and to guide you in the ways of God so you can bear fruits in your life. And that is what Christmas is. What is one of the greatest fruit of the Holy Spirit? Joy. That you can have joy. And we talked about that joy is a choice. You are given to rejoice every morning when you get up. God cannot make you be happy. You have to choose to be joyful. You have to choose to rejoice or not. Two people can go through similar events and one can rejoice in the promises of the hope or one can be destroyed by the pain that they go through. It is what you choose in life that will give you fruit, right? Amen. Amen. So, miracle could not save us. Turning the water into wine cannot save us. Jesus raising people from the dead cannot save us. Jesus calming the storm cannot save us. Jesus walking on the water could not save us. What saved us? He went to the cross. He gave his life for us. That's what saved us. It is what was done to him that saved us, not what he did for us. So we're talking about surrendered life this morning. See, the resurrection of Jesus, an impossible feat for human being, it happened because he surrendered. What are you doing this Christmas? What do you want for this Christmas? If you're struggling with the list of what you want, can you add more surrendering this Christmas? Because in surrender, you will find victory. Right? When you surrender your life, you'll find victory. See, we have new life because Jesus surrendered his life. Look at this. Then Mary said, Behold, the maidservant of the Lord. See, the word here is doulos, maidservant, doulos. It was translated as maidservant in English, but in the original speaking, I am your slave. Doulos means slave. Now, what is a slave? A slave has given all his or her right to somebody else. He or she doesn't have any right for herself. The master, the owner, has the right. In fact, literally, Mary has given her body over to the angel, to God, and say, Behold, I'm your slave. Behold, I'm your slave. We are slave to many things. 
No person is a master of his own or her own. Even when we want to, we all serve somebody. We are all serving somebody. Even if you're not serving someone, you're serving an idea. We all serve someone. We think that we want to be masters of our own. But it is great to be in the hands of God. It is great to be held by the hand that created the universe. That's a song we sang. So God's mission for your life can be fulfilled by what God does with your life rather than what you can do for Him. See, so where is God revealed? If I ask you today, okay, where is God revealed in your actions? How would you respond to that? How would you respond to that? Where did you see God in your actions? Right? And I, as I was meditating on this, God is revealed in compassion. Okay? You encounter God in compassion. You encounter God in servanthood. He is revealed through servanthood. Jesus is the suffering servant. He is known as the suffering servant, and you encounter God in your compassion. And compassion means not doing things that makes you feel good. It's it's not that. We're not talking about that. We're not talking about things that makes you feel good. We're talking about walking an extra mile for somebody. We're talking about taking your coat and your tunic and giving it to somebody. We're talking about healing somebody on the wayside and taking them to the hospital and paying money and visiting again. That's compassion. That kind of compassion we're talking about. That kind of compassion can only happen through a surrendered life. Because if you don't surrender your whole life, you say, I'm just going to surrender part of my life. You cannot follow God surrendering part of your life. For example, let's say, uh, many of you that are working in the tech company, uh, I heard that Christmas you release like new products, right? So it's very, some people are working on 24th, 25th. I talked to some of you, you're ready to release some new products. You're so crazy. This is a big project, right? So if you say, oh, I'm going to follow the Lord during this project. God help me. You know, give me marketing ideas and clients and this will be a success. You pray all day, all night. And then when the project is done and the, the product is released and say, okay, God, my project is done. My product is released. Now I'm going to go and live my own life. Well, that's not a surrendered life. Right? But that's what we do. We want God to be part of the project that we do. And when the project is done, we want to go and live our own life. That is not a surrendered life. But the beauty of surrendered life, look at Mary. When she said, let it be according to your, let it be according to your word. Right? Let it be according to your word. I don't know whether she understood the whole implication of it. Okay? But let's, let's look at her life. So she was probably very young, 16, 17 years old. And she's saying, let it be your will. Maybe even 15. We don't know. Um, she didn't say, but what about my marriage? 
you know? What about my boyfriend? You know, I want to have a nice wedding. I'm not ready yet. But I, I want to go on dating some people yet. I mean, all these handsome guys out there, you know, they like me. I want to hang out with them, right? She didn't say that. She was like, okay, let it be according to your will. This decision led to what? Okay, she had a child, and they have to leave the country. They have to leave the country because the ruler of the nation wanted to kill every male child. So she fled the moment the baby was born. Not the moment. I mean, soon after the child was born, they left the country and go to another foreign country. There she went and learned probably different language. There where she went and learned different food. She doesn't know any people there, and they went and hid there. This is the surrendered life. She came back, and she was a widow. She was a widow. See, Her life, you look at this. Young, rejected, Flat, the country come back, she was a widow. This is because of her surrendered life. All women, I would say, all women in the world, people that are rejected, that have been maligned, that are weak, that are poor, they associate with Mary. They associate with Mary's pain. And Mary gives such comfort to many women. And this is a surrendered life. When you surrender your life to God, You give comfort to other people. They look at you and they can see the mercy and the grace of God. That's a surrendered life. You say, let it be according to your word. What does surrendered life to you? So, you know, you you look at your, the things that you do today. You look at where does the idea of the action originates from. Okay? You are going to go and do something today when you go out this church. Where does it originate from? Your actions. If your action is not originating from God-driven passion, God-guided passion, then it comes from you. Right? I'm going to go and buy four or five clothes, or I'm going to go and and do that. Where does that originate from? So you look at your action, where it originates from. The good thing about a surrendered life is this, that it will originate from God-guided, God-driven passion. And my friends, I tell you, passion is greater than your action. Okay? Sometimes you think the idea you have and the actions you have are greater than your passion. No, it is God's passion. That is the one that guides you forever in your life. Look at Peter. When Christ said, in your old age... There will be time where you place that you don't want to go and people will hold you in your hand and they will take you. It's talking about the passion of the gospel that he would definitely give his life for the gospel. He will be hanging upside down and crucified upside down. It is the passion that is greater than the action. When your passion is aligned with the passion of the Holy Spirit, then you will live according to what God calls you to do. The surrendered life is a whole life. A surrendered life is being poor in the Spirit. It means you further yourself to progress in the kingdom of God, and all you have left is being poor in the Spirit. That's a surrendered life. And that being poured in the Spirit is enough for you because Jesus is enough for you. 
That's a surrendered life. See, I was making the Christmas lights. Uh, and the lights keep blowing off every two, three minutes. And I'm doing this, like, for two days, right? I fixed it. And what happened? So I went to YouTube, and why does Christmas light blow off? Right? I'm studying and putting on the light. Oh, honey, I fixed it. And she opened the door. It's gone. <laughs> I did for two days. When I found out what the problem was, so I was able to fix it. But as I was reading uh, about uh, this uh, electric currents, right? Uh, is, uh, two electric currents that runs parallel, they attract each other, right? And they give a positive charge. So if it run different way, then they repel and a surrendered life, a surrendered life is like this electric current that runs parallel with the Holy Spirit. And when your life runs parallel with the Holy Spirit, it has positive impact in the people that are around. So be the light. Run with the Holy Spirit. Shine light on people. Give hope in their darkness. Give hope in their darkness. Impossible things can happen when you surrender your independence and live a humble dependence on God. You know, if you follow Jesus. So for this group, right? If you follow Jesus, you will always reach the destination. Right? And for this group, if you surrender to Jesus, you will always be victorious. Right? Um... What do I have for this group? If you die to Jesus, you will always live. Right? And this sums up surrendered life. Surrendering is more about giving wholly to God your life. And it will free you from distractions. So, what do you want for Christmas? What do you want more for Christmas? How about more surrendering and less struggling? Surrender to the hands of God and struggle less this Christmas. I'm going to call the worship team to come. And as we sing the song, just let's take time to surrender to God. Right? Surrender your ambition. Surrender your desire. The thing that you desire most in your life, like joy, it comes from surrendering. The things that you desire most, like peace, it comes from surrendering. The thing you desire most, like love, comes from surrendering. Know this. If there's nothing to rejoice in your life, rejoice 
in Christ Jesus and in God, whose love will never change for you. He will love you forever. Can we stand on our feet? Father God, we stand here. Help us to surrender. Because surrender is hard. It's hard to surrender. But as you surrendered to your, the Father, and gave your life, and rose again on the third day, Lord, we stand here as your follower. We want to surrender this morning to you, that we may resurrect with you. Holy Spirit of God, have your way in us as we worship here. Let the worship flow into the gym in the fellowship hall as we continue to talk about Bethlehem and the joy of Bethlehem in there, Lord. Let today's work and worship be pleasing to you. We pray in Jesus' name. Amen.